You're listening to the Daily Sweat Podcast, where we are all about doing something that makes you sweat every single day. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. As always, I am super stoked that you are here with us today. Now, you might be able to tell, or maybe you can't tell, and now I'm just outing myself, um, that my voice is a little scratchy. I don't feel sick. It's weird, but I woke up, and um, this is what my voice sounds like. So we're just going with it. Um, I'm not sure if it's a cold or if my throat chakra is blocked or what. I did a poll over on Instagram and it's tied. 50% of people think I'm sick. 50% think it's my throat chakra. So we shall see how this progresses. Um, it's also interesting because I'm actually recording the intro for this. I just actually finished my interview with Nafisa, who is today's guest. I typically don't do my intros and recordings for the interviews on the same day. So You will have scratchy voice to Ariana in the podcast episode as well. That's all right. We're here. We're doing the thing. Um, But I'm really excited because today I am speaking with Nafisa Mark, and we are talking all about visibility for entrepreneurs. And this is a slightly different topic. Now, we've talked a little bit about business and the mindset behind business. I've shared some of my story around how I transitioned from my full-time job into creating my business, which sustains me now. And as big a part of my life as business is, and as much as I help other people with their businesses, we still don't talk about business a whole lot here on the Daily Sweat Podcast. But you can expect that to change a little bit in the coming months. Don't worry, we will still have lots of great health and wellness related content for you. Lots of things around supercharging your mindset so that you can feel confident and capable of going out and creating the life that you desire. And you know that there will still be some of that woo-woo that I love so much. But because I am beginning to incorporate more of this business coaching and mentorship into my own work, I do want to provide a platform for others to speak about that. So if you are down for it, I am stoked and I would love for you to come along for the ride. But if you're not into business and you're here for the health and wellness content, when you see a business related episode drop, just ignore it and come back the next week because it's not going to be all business. Don't worry, friends. Um, but yeah, like I said, today we're talking about visibility and this is a really, really big one and one that I struggled with a lot when I first started my business. I was very afraid of a saying that I had a business. I had a blog for like six months that I didn't tell anybody about and It took a lot for me to own the fact that I was a personal trainer and that I could help people. I was very, very afraid to admit those things. So this is a a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and I'm super excited to be talking about this with Nafisa today. I'll give you a quick backstory on Nafisa. She's a passionate marketing coach and podcaster. Um, You should go check out her podcast if you're into the business stuff. It's called The Marketing Pod. And she helps female business owners deploy tailored marketing tools and strategies to reach 5K plus monthly sales, helping them to create, launch, and sell effortlessly. So Nafisa really brings a, a great energy to the world of marketing. Um, she's still, she's got a lot of the good strategy stuff, but she is still very like feminine oriented, very flow oriented. And that was why I thought she would be a great fit to bring onto the podcast. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview with Nafisa. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Daily Sweat Podcast today, Nafisa. I'm super excited to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm most welcome. I'm so, so excited to be here. Awesome. Now, before we dive into the meat of our conversation, um, I always just like to start by getting to know the person who I'm talking to a little bit more. And I would love to know what you are most excited about in life right now. I'm really, really excited about um, supporting women, creating a community, creating a support network. That seems to be kind of the, the realm and the thing that I'm most consumed about these days. Amazing. And I think it's so important too, because even though we're so connected digitally, I'm finding that so many women are feeling that lack of connection and feeling that lack of support. So, you know, people like you who are creating that community, you're doing the work that's needed right now. Yeah, definitely. I really find that, you know, just speaking from my experience, I've been in business for Geez, almost what it's a decade now. Um, I my background is corporate marketing, and I thought it was going to be really easy to do the switch over from corporate marketing to actually building a business online. And I really, really struggled for the first few years, and it was completely different. And I felt like I was the only one struggling. I felt like you know that I was doing something wrong, and I was seeing all these amazing, wonderful, successful women online, and I just you know, was playing that comparison game all the time, thinking I wasn't enough or, you know, it was me or, you know, there was something wrong with me. And, um, and that's how a lot of women feel. And I just think, you know, now that I've got through that and come through the other side and, um, and I just really want to share my story and my experience and really bring that community of women together that the road to success doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be overwhelming and it doesn't need to be slow. Yes, I love that. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what made you decide to transition from corporate to running your own business? Yeah, I mean, the transition really came from a point where I was hustling so much in my corporate career, being, you know, having all this responsibility of creating big international um, corporate campaigns and being away from my husband, being being away from home life and um, wanting to start a family. And I thought to myself, this is not going to happen if I keep the same um, speed, you know, keep at the same speed of my job and, and being dedicated to the corporate world. I really want to take that control back for myself. So that's where I kind of really started venturing into the idea of having our own business. And what would you say one of the biggest lessons that you learned during that transition was? Um, I think you, you really got to be very kind of strong-willed, strong-minded, really stick to what you want to do, really keep that big goal in mind and, um, and really, you know, go for it. Um, there will be hardship. Uh, it won't be easy, but um, I'm so, so glad that I stuck to it. That's amazing. Now, in your work now, I know that you've mentioned that you, a lot of what you do is helping entrepreneurs with their visibility. So could you maybe give us a quick one or two sentence definition on what visibility means to you and what made you decide to go that route with your business? Yeah, definitely. Visibility, um, it's the way I describe visibility now, uh, as opposed to how I would describe it in my corporate career is so, so different. With the, especially now that I work with so many solopreneurs and, and brands, 
Um, and I think visibility really now for me is showing up as you are, showing up um, unapologetically, sharing your story, sharing your truth so you can actually make that connection with your ideal clients um, as opposed to comparing it with like visibility for a brand, um, for example. So visibility to me and the way it works in my business right now in terms of helping these amazing women um, create, launch and sell in their business is really about, you know, being themselves and really having that confidence and that mindset to really show up as themselves. That's amazing because that can be a really scary thing for many. Um, I'm curious what some of the common struggles you see entrepreneurs working against when it comes to sharing their message and being seen could be. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the common struggle is really, in terms of strategy, is I really see that they they, they really haven't nailed their ideal client, and and they feel like they're being too strategic or they're following a formula and a lot of the time somebody else's formula and that's really not working for them. And going back to what visibility means to me in terms of sharing your story, sharing your truth and the way I've had personal, I've gained results personally in my business and the way my clients gain results is really when they get to, when they do a Facebook live or they write a blog post about their story, they're really resonating with their what they're, where they are, where they are in the journey is probably just a few paces ahead of where their ideal clients are right now. And, and I just feel that if they can be visible in that way, they can actually gain some amazing momentum results for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really interesting that you brought that up because this is something that I've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs about as of late. And it's this idea of, you know, we spend so much time on social media and consuming other people's uh, content that we can sometimes begin to adopt other people's voices. Mm. And what would maybe one or two tips of yours be for ensuring that we are staying in our own lane and that we are being true to ourselves rather than accidentally copying somebody else yeah definitely I I think it comes back to mindset it comes back to fear of being oneself or being not being accepted for oneself and um and I think that's that's the key really is not being kind of not feeling that they're enough that they can actually just show up Um, for themselves. And I'll give you an example. I used to feel that as well. When I first joined the online business, I wasn't pushing myself as a marketing coach. I wasn't really standing my ground as a marketing coach. And even though I know marketing and I've created some epic results in my career, but I thought to myself, oh my God, you know, I, I really can't do this. What if people call me out? You know, I thought I was thinking maybe I was a fake or whatever, but I clearly wasn't. And I was putting myself, I remember in the early days, selling um, mindset programs and courses and so on. But you know what? Passion always wins in the end. And I just kept coming back to marketing. I kept coming back to visibility. And that's and until I owned it and I stood in it and really vocalize that, that's when I started getting momentum in my business. Mm, I love that. It really is that simple, but also not that simple, right? Oh, 
No, totally not. But I just feel that this one exercise I love doing with my clients is really writing out their timeline of their life or, you know, what the ups, the highs and the lows of their life and what's happened. And I really feel because a lot of people say to me, um, and a lot of new clients, they say, well, how do, how does one share their story? You know, how do I share my story? I don't know where to start. And a great way of sharing story is reflecting on your story and what you can bring to the table in terms of, um, you know, your content. So even just write a timeline, just get a piece of paper and pen and write down, you know, what made you start out in your career? You know, what was your first job? What was, what were the peaks and, you know, the high points and the low points? What were the struggles that you went through? What amazing things happened to you? What, what the journeys that you went on? And you start seeing an amazing timeline, amazing story that you can actually relate to your ideal clients with. Because you know that they're, as I said, you know, they're only a few step paces behind you. And if you are a beacon of light, if you are like that success story that you've been there, you know where they are and where they want to be, then, you know, why not share that? Yeah, I totally agree on that. And I can imagine that by doing that exercise, that some of your clients probably might find things in their journeys that they didn't actually know that led them to where they are now, but actually turned out to be really impactful moments. Do do you find that often? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, this one client of mine that um, I've I've got right now, she's an um, intuitive um, energy coach, and um, she has just been. She's got this gift of just being very intuitive, and she always, always just attracts lots of people who who are really see her as a confidant and someone that they can respect and trust, and and. Um, and she was doing this over and over again and she didn't realize that she actually had a gift for that. And, and when we started putting a package together and, um, and really putting her out there in terms of visibility and now she's fully formed fledged intuitive guidance coach and she's being booked out left, right and center. It's just amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Now, so we've mentioned um, a couple of mindset shifts that we need to make in order to be able to show up un- unapologetically as ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to find ways to work through that imposter syndrome, to work through the fears of actually owning the gifts that we have. And I love yeah. that timeline exercise that you provided as well. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any other suggestion on how our entrepreneurs who might be listening could begin to work through their fears of being seen? Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, they've they've really got to got to do a lot of like just internal work in terms of mindset, in terms of going back to the reason of, you know, why they want to start a business, you know, what is the what is the ultimate value that they want to share? And I think their why will really, really drive them. I mean, for me personally, it was always a case of not going back to that corporate world that really sucked the time out of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I also was, was always very hesitant of like, um, um, sharing our family business. And when I quit, we started, um, my, my husband and I, he's a musician, a very successful musician. And, um, we started a party band together and, um, and I was always, you know, hiding that thinking that, oh no, I can't tell people that, um, that's not something relatable. People won't, um, it'll get confusing and so on and so forth. 
But really now I've completely turned that on its head. I mean, this is a business I've had for 10 years and I've successfully created that to the fact that they are UK's number one luxury party band. You know, they get flown all over the world for parties and events with for luxury, so with luxury cool. wine. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, this is a business that I've worked so hard at to create. And um, why am I not talking about this? And I unapologetically now talk about it, you know, and on my social media, I've been sharing my Facebook ad results on it and so on. And, you know, crazy results like seven cents a click that I've been getting recently. And I'm thinking, well, if I don't take my ideal clients on this journey, then how else are they going to see that it is possible for them? Hmm. Yeah, I love, you know, all of those pieces, like it all makes us who we are and adds to those gifts that we have to share, right? So I'm really happy that you are sharing that with other people and that you also shared that with me. Because like I said, that's yeah. super cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I really think that, you know, it, it's, at the, and at the end of the day, guys, you know, it's, it, it's a business, right? It's not a hobby. You started this business to, you know, create value to, you know, and to make money, right? Because you don't want to go back to a corporate job. You don't, you want to, you know, stop the nine to five side hustle. It's a business. You, you've got to be unapologetic. Um, you've got to, you know, sell. You've got to show up for yourself. You've got to deliver content and ultimately sell. And people respect you for that. If you're investing in yourself, people will invest in you. Mm-hmm. You are speaking the truth, my friend. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Now, are you noticing any shifts in the online marketing space that we as entrepreneurs should be paying attention to? Like, are there any things that we should reevaluate how we've been doing? Like, what are some of the upcoming things that you notice? Yeah, definitely. I think definitely in the in the latter part of 2018 and going forward in 2019, people are talking more mindset when, and when it comes to business. Um, we're talking less about sales funnels and strategy and, you know, mapping pages and so on and so forth and talking more about the, the driver, the intuition. And a lot of um, online coaches that I follow as well are, are doing that and are talking about it and being more vocal about it. And I think that's just amazing and epic because at the end of the day, you can have all the strategy in the world, all the business coaches in the world, but if you are not showing up for yourself, you don't have a business. Yeah, I totally agree. I love this shift that we are seeing right now because it's like that in so many areas. You know, um, if you don't actually have that belief in yourself or if you're afraid, if you're experiencing that imposter syndrome, like you said, you're not going to use all of the strategies that you learn from your coaches. Yeah, definitely. And and so many, so many women, and I and I've done that as well, where you know, we just collect webinars and PDFs and documents and stuff and they pile up in our inbox. And when it comes to actually creating and taking the action, you know, we don't actually know how to tailor it for us. And, and I just think that if you can personally drive your content from your story and the result that you want to share, the result that, sorry, that you want to create is that's where you start getting action. You start getting engagement, you start getting followers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Now, you had mentioned that some of the coaches who you follow online are starting to talk more about that mindset piece. I'm curious if you could maybe share some of your favorite resources with our listeners, whether those are books, podcasts, blogs, anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think when um, other podcasts that I've been listening to is um, um, Shaleen Johnson. I'm mm. sure you know her being in, yeah. in the fitness <laughs> world. Um, and it's funny, though, because I when I came across her... Um, 
I didn't come across her as a fitness person. I didn't, I don't think, I mean, she's very well known in the online world, but I don't think in the UK people really know her. Mm. Um, but she is massive. And, um, but I know her for business first and fitness second. Right. And um, through her podcast. And that's crazy, right? Considering she's so <laughs> big in the fitness world. That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so who, I love who else are you loving? Um, I love um, people like Katrina Ruth from Australia. She focuses a lot on mindset. And, um, and not just females. I've been, I, I love following Frank Kern, marketing um, kind of guru. So yeah, so those are kind of people that, you know, I kind of check in with daily. And, um, but I love, um, just going back to Shillian Johnson, I love the fact she's such an all-rounder. She's about fitness. She's about, you know, family and she's about business. And I really think that that's the kind of community that, you know, I'm creating with the sisterhood. And, um, and I can't wait to talk to you more, Erin, about fitness accountability. Yeah, I'm very excited to come and chat with you about that. So I guess that's a great segue into telling our listeners where they can find you, you know, whether that's through social media, if you've got any opt-ins, courses, offerings, now is your time to give us all the goods. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, guys, I am uh, on our Instagram. My Instagram handle is nafisa underscore mark. And um, do come and follow me on stories. I do shout out Sundays. So, so yeah, we always have fun on Instagram. But also um, grab your five ways an accountability club can actually make money for you in your business. It's a freebie. You can download it at um, my site, nafisamark.com. Um, uh, I'll also give you the link as well. And, um, and come check it out because um, there's great nuggets in it. And I think you really, really get loads of takeaways. And so um, I've expanded on so much more of the examples I've given here on, on our recording today. And um, I can't wait for you guys to dig in. Amazing. Thank you for that. And to our listeners, I will be sure to link up to those in the show notes so you can go and check out what Nafisa has to share with you. Well, thank you, Nafisa. That was really great. I um, haven't had a lot of kind of like straight up like marketing and business talk on here, and I'm really excited to start sharing more content. So thank you for kind of spearheading that for us today. You're most welcome, Ariana. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And to our listeners, as always, thank you so much for your time and your energy and for allowing us to hang out in between your ears. I'll be back with you next week with another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. Have a great day. Hey, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us an honest review letting us know what you thought. Thank you.